stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, folks, this is such a Canadian controversy and frankly and unfortunately such a uniquely liberal controversy. You ever even heard of the summer jobs program? I, I don't know if you have, but I, I suppose if you have, it's most likely because you've heard about this controversy that's erupted in the last few days. What we have is just a silly little government program that allows MPs to look like heroes because they can splash some money around their riding uh, to create jobs for kids in the summer. Wow, who would be opposed to that? So you take this silly little government program and you start injecting it full of condescending political platitudes and you keep doing that until it just explodes all over the place. And that's what's happened here. So uh, a program that most people had never heard of is now becoming a big controversy uh, that even liberals themselves and liberal allies are turning against. You had one Newfoundland liberal MP, Scott Sims, saying that his government needs to reverse course on this. Now, here's what happened. The uh, liberals inherited this program from the previous government, and it turns out that there was at least one in particular anti-abortion group that had received some funding uh, so that they could hire a, a, a kid over the summer. It's not exactly clear what that job was, but just the fact that it's a uh, anti-abortion group, that's, that's controversial, I guess. So rather than simply say, you know what, we don't like that group, they're not getting any money, they've, they've now included with the application for this program, you basically have to kiss the government's political ring. It's what it looks like to me. You have to check off a box, an attestation. How about that word? Attestation. Sounds so, so serious. So hoity-toity. Uh, An attestation that your core mandate does not conflict with the charter. Well, what does that mean? What does that have to do with anything? So there's been quite a backlash against this. And uh, a lot of religious groups that run summer camps and do all kinds of stuff over the summer, they're wondering, well, what the hell is it you're asking us to sign? And how much are we going to have to contradict our own values uh, just to, to get some funding, to give some kids a job over the summer? So this has become quite a controversy, and the liberals are now furiously spinning uh, to try to explain their side of this. Saying, no, 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 this isn't about beliefs. Uh, this is about activities, whatever that might mean. Uh, they believe that these changes are fair. They believe that these changes do not exclude faith groups. And in fact, they believe that this will stand up in court. And here's the irony in all of this, that there is likely to be a charter challenge of this approach. And the same government who's asking everyone else to swear allegiance to the charter may be the ones who are actually violating it. Now, look, I, I'm, I'm an atheist. I don't believe that we need laws banning abortion, but I don't like this approach at all. I don't believe that religious groups should be shut out of, of this funding. If we're going to have a summer jobs program, if the liberals want to kill the program, well, go ahead. And I'm sure most people won't miss it. But if you're going to have it, you can't discriminate in this way. All right, well, I'll play for you some of what the uh, jobs minister had to say to uh, Vashi Capellos uh, with West Block and Global News. But before we get to that, I want to bring Chris Selly into the conversation. He's a columnist of the National Post, nationalpost.com. Uh, just wrote a very interesting uh, article on all of this. Chris, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. 
Well, thanks for having me. A lot of Canadians have probably never heard of the uh, Summer Jobs Program. It's not a big program in the grand scheme of things. So how has this become such a controversy? Well, it became a controversy because it turned out that MPs, including some liberal MPs, had given money. This, this is a program where MPs just sort of have broad discretion to um, give out grants, and it turned out that some of them had gone to um, anti-abortion organizations uh, and to other organizations um, that, for religious purposes, would not hire uh, gay people. And the government, you know, and that, and that goes against uh, everything that the liberals stand for, for better or for worse. And they decided that they were going to come up with a fix for that so that it wouldn't happen again. And for some reason, the fix included this attestation. Um, you have to tick a box saying that your organization's core mandate respects charter rights, including reproductive freedom. And, you know, quite obviously, all sorts of... Um, religious organizations, Bible camps, you know, all kinds of summer organizations, not specifically anti-abortion, um, said, well, hang on, <laughs> this, is, this is our core mandate is to represent our faith through, through what we're doing. So we can't tick this box. And the liberals have dug in their heels on it, and they, I don't know if they can't understand how basic these objections are or if they don't want to understand and they think that this somehow works to their benefit well maybe somehow but it's it's hard to see it right now so we, we're getting some clarification from the government or at least how they're attempting to spin this and and one of the the arguments being advanced by the labor the employment and labor minister today is that this is about activities not about beliefs what do you make of that well if it's about activities um i saw that quote and it just it boggles my mind if it's about activities if it's about the job description what are the words core mandate doing in there? I mean, what, what on earth are they trying to get at with core mandate if what all they really mean is, you know, no, it's fine. Like, we understand that the Catholic Church is, is against abortion. Here's, you know, all, all kinds of Catholic programs being run over the summer. They're not anti-abortion programs. They're not going out and picketing or anything. They're just, you know, it's like a Bible camp or a summer camp. Um, so it's fine, you know, and this is what they've been trying to say is, you know, those organizations can just tick the box and they'll be fine. But, <laughs> but if it's about the description, then why force them to tick this box? Why force um, faith communities who, who are protected under this charter that we've been talking about? Uh, why force them into this awkward situation? It, 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 as I say, it, it, uh, unless they're trying to sort of use this as kind of a wedge issue, which I think is a really stupid idea, um, I don't see why they wouldn't just uh, uh, change, change course. I don't understand why they would die on this hill. Well, well, how could they? I mean, obviously this came up in part. One group in particular that I believe is based here in Calgary, in fact, the Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform, and they're, they're, they're pretty blatantly anti-abortion. They've got this big cube van and they drive around and it's got graphic photos of, of aborted fetuses plastered on the side. It's kind of a, a traveling anti-abortion billboard. I, I guess if you get a group like that and they're training the pro-life activists of tomorrow, is it reasonable for a government to say, I'm not sure we want to fund that? I mean, I think that that I, – I, I don't know in terms of the legalities of it, you know, because if you're going to give out government money, um, you have to do it according to the charter, and you have to, um, you have to not discriminate um, on grounds – on, like, religious grounds, which an organization like that might claim. 
But I think that whatever the legalities of it, I certainly think it's reasonable for a government to, to direct money towards its its policy priorities. And, you know, the Canadian Centre for Biological Reform is certainly not uh, among the Liberal government's um, policy priorities. It's, it's, it's quite the opposite. So I don't find anything offensive about a government picking and choosing um, which groups get money. Um, this is kind of a strange program in the sense that it gives MPs this broad discretion, which I... I I don't quite understand, you know, now that it's been, uh, now that everyone suddenly knows about it, I think maybe it's a good time to discuss whether it makes any sense um, regardless. But in the meantime, um, we do have this basic situation where, uh, you know, the, the government, if it's, if, if it's giving out grants um, and the purpose of the program is for summer jobs, then it can't pick and choose according to what the, what the organizations believe. And, it, it, you know, and in fact, by putting core mandate in there, they're, they're almost begging to be taken to court. Um, and today, the, the labor minister said she was perfectly willing to go to court for this. So, I mean, that would be the only thing that would make this stupider. Right. Well, I mean, there's some so much irony here because they 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 want groups to to sign on to this notion that they believe in the charter, but maybe the liberals themselves are, are now the ones violating the well, charter. There's this, there's this, yeah. And, and I mean, when it comes to abortion rights. And gay rights. There is this, you know, when you listen, when you listen to progressives, um, Canadian progressives, a lot of the time they will just sort of argue that, like, no, like in 2017, you know, abortion rights trumps religious rights and, and gay rights trumps religious rights. Um, it just doesn't. Like, it doesn't legally. No court has ever said that. The, the religious rights are just as protected as gay rights under the Charter if, if courts, when they come into conflict, courts try to balance them. Um, there really isn't any charter right to abortion. That that's sort of a kind of a fiction that, that's taken hold, mm-hmm. um, and and that's where I sort of see where you might think that there was some kind of cynical wedge play here. You know, to to just sort of you know the liberals are the party of the charter, and look at all these dinosaurs out here who who don't support a woman's charter right to choose. I, I mean, I think that the liberals, if if that's what they're doing, I think they miss. I think they underestimate. Um, you know the power that religion still has in Canadian society, um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I it, 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 it's just it's like it's like a policy that people on Twitter would have come up with, you know, <laughs> n- not a policy that that um, a, go- a serious government, presumably with lawyers who would vet these things, um, would come up with, and they haven't managed to, to put any coherent spin on it, and they are upsetting, you know, not just conservative people. I mean, I was sort of amused yesterday to see the Toronto Star editorial board come out and say basically, what the hell are you guys doing? Um, Which isn't surprising, but it does kind of underline the point that, like, all of mainstream society here is quite baffled um, by what the liberals are trying to do. Yeah. Well, even there was a one when Liberal MP already was spoken out against this thing. He doesn't like the approach. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not just it's not just the conservatives they were hoping to trap with this. And I don't and I don't think that it it like I don't feel like even even if they backed off, I don't think people would be upset. I don't think they'd be accused of going soft on on abortion rights or something because they, they've already said like they're they're begging, <laughs> you know, they're begging Catholic and evangelical organizations to tick the box, even mm-hmm. though they even, even though they don't believe. Um, you know they have trouble with it, so it's not like they're they're going out and saying, "Oh, we're not going to give money to these uh, weirdo religions that don't respect charter rights." They they want to give them the money, and they're just in this weird fight over what core mandate means. And 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can like it is sort of a byproduct when it comes to to abortion. It, it is sort of a byproduct, I think, of this strange situation in Canada or this unique situation in Canada where it's widely believed that you just can't discuss any legal limits on abortion. That that or some people, a lot of people seem to think it would be unconstitutional to implement any legal limits on abortion, and it's it's simply not true. I mean, we're the only country in the world that has this legal vacuum, and I actually don't have a problem with it, but. It, it, it does get to this very sort of extremist position where anyone who even mentions the idea is considered some kind of uh, some kind of threat. And and the, the irony of the whole situation is that the only people who end up talking about abortion are liberals. Right. The, the conservatives are desperately trying to – well, most of them anyway – are desperately trying to say, we're not reopening this, we're not reopening this, and yet here are the liberals <laughs> in this in this fiasco. Um, I, you know, whatever it is that they were trying to do, they did it badly. Yeah, and it just seems to be uh, becoming a bigger and bigger story as this goes along. Uh, interesting to see where it all goes from here. In the meantime, uh, much more at nationalpost.com. Chris Selly, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. All right, so you know, Chris Selly of the National Post, he doesn't like this. you got the Toronto Star editorial board calling of the liberals on this, even liberal MPs calling of the liberals on this. Uh, and yet still, I get this text says, Rob, you just don't like the liberals and won't jump at any way to criticize them. Well, sometimes governments deserve to be criticized. I get this all the time. You hate Trudeau. You hate Trump. You hate Notley. On and on and on. How about you defend what we're talking about if you think it should be defended? Because that's the issue here. I'll give governments credit where credit is due. Trudeau was signed on to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Tip of the hat to him. Good job. Much appreciated. But on this, I, I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. 403-974-8255. When we come back, we'll let you hear what the uh, Employment and Jobs Minister had to say about all of this in conversation with my colleague Vashi Capellos, host of the West Block and Global News, as they spin their approach to this and uh, your thoughts on whether you're buying any of this. 403-974-TALK. We're back after this. But 403-974-8255, someone texted to say, would you be okay with them funding white power groups to hire summer students to promote their message? That's not the issue here. No one has a right to government funding. Uh, And the government can certainly design criteria around their programs. And if they want to say no to certain groups, they can say no to certain groups. Problem is how wide a net they're casting here. Uh, And it does seem to be about asking faith-based organizations to compromise their beliefs in order to receive government funding. That's where there's an issue. And they could very easily address it, but they appear instead to be digging in their heels. Here's Patty Haydu, who's the Employment and Labor Minister, speaking with Vasi Capellos, host of the West Block on Global News. I wanted to start off by asking, why does your government feel it was necessary to add that attestation box as a requirement before organizations can qualify to receive money to hire students for the summer? Well, the Canada Summer Jobs Program is really designed to address um, uh, the need for young Canadians to, first of all, earn a bit of money in between periods of study, but secondly, and maybe even more importantly, to gain that great job experience that will move them forward in their careers, whether it's uh, identifying a career path or gaining those soft skills that our employers are looking for. And we know that those quality job experiences should be with organizations that have a respect for the Charter of Rights 
rights and freedoms and other fundamental rights of Canadians. But religious groups see it as a threat to their freedom of religion and their ability to even hire summer students. What do you say to them? The way that the attestation is written is um, that the organization's core mandate and the job description have to respect the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and other fundamental rights. And so the majority of organizations in this country should have no problem attesting that their core mandate does in fact respect the Charter. And you know, we are uh, profoundly grateful and work very closely with faith-based groups across the country and know the great work that they do. And so uh, we know that uh, this, uh, this attestation will um, not invalidate most, uh, most groups in the country. What about a camp, though, run by a Catholic church? The church is not pro-choice. Will they no longer qualify for any federal funding? Organizations um, have a variety of mandates, and faith-based groups also have a variety of mandates. And the mandates usually specify, uh, for example, for a faith-based organization like the Catholic Church, it may specify, you know, spreading the word of God or uh, of Christ. Uh, other faith-based organizations have uh, mandates that are around alleviating suffering or addressing poverty. Um, and so, again, there are many beliefs and values that go into an organization, but the organization's mandate and the job description is what we're, we're most interested in. But some organizations say they won't be able to sign off on the attestation because it conflicts with their beliefs. Each organization is going to have to make a decision based on their own, um, their own comfort level. But what I can tell you is that this attestation is written in a way that specifically addresses the mandate of the organization and the job description. A mandate is a specific statement of purpose and a job description, of course, clearly specifies what the job would be. It seems conflicting to me. I don't think there's anything conflicting in the statement that an organization's primary mandate and that the job description respect the Charter of Rights and, uh, and other fundamental rights that Canadians have. What we're trying to make sure is that these jobs for young people uh, are in uh, experiences that are respectful of the rights uh, that Canadians have and that they gain the kinds of experiences in a non-discriminatory way. And so this is the kind of uh, attestation that we've designed to address that, to make sure that uh, organizations that are applying for this this grant, um, which by the way, organizations have to apply for every year, uh, res, you know that their organization's mandate and job description re, uh, uh, respect the charter. All right, nine seven four eight two five five. What do you make of that explanation? This is Joe. Joe, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. Um, that explanation was absolute garbage. I didn't understand really. Well, actually, I did understand. She did a long way of getting around saying that um, you're going to be punished if you have a belief that abortion is wrong. And there is a big difference between a belief and a right. Um, churches, many of them have the belief that abortion is wrong. And unfortunately, I can tell you that many of the congregation have gone on to have their right to an abortion. So there is a big difference between those two. The other thing is that there's camps like Streets Alive in Lethbridge, for instance. They hire people who want the job. They, they don't have to be Christians, and they certainly help everybody on the streets. So now they don't get it, uh, but they are definitely religion that started it. So they don't get funding. The camps, there's camps here that um, I know personally people who are going to send their kids to who are not Christians. The camps are uh, Christian base, but they're losing like $40,000, and that is going to have a direct effect on who 
they can afford to bring into the camp. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that everybody, nobody talks about the 1988 law that was struck down. The Supreme Court said, this law is no good. Come back with a new law. They were never saying, don't have a law. They were just saying to correct the law. And the Conservative Party tried to, and they were shot down. I think it died in the Senate, that one, yeah. The Conservative Party did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that, Joe. I appreciate the phone call. And Chris Sella mentioned that, right? Because the Supreme Court, as Joe says, very narrowly struck down that law, but it did not say that any abortion law would be unconstitutional or that uh, access to abortion is a charter right. Now, the Supreme Court may eventually end up saying that if another case goes goes to the Supreme Court. But on that narrow point, it struck down that law, said, here's what you need to fix. Go back and do another law. Uh, the government tried. It didn't get past the Senate. No one has tried since then. And that's a valid point to bring up in all of this. All right. We've got a lot more to get to in the program here today. It is time now for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.